Oh shit, Brian, did you see the motherfucking uh, uh, fuck? Who, who, who the fuck played um? That, see, that's how much I give a fuck about football. Because I'm not sure if you notice. I'm not sure if you guys, you know, realize. I'm a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, in case you didn't know it. And we're fucking out of the goddamn playoffs. We lost to the Seahawks. So you might have to excuse me, my nigga, if I couldn't give a damn about football. Who the fuck played today? Who was it? Seriously. I think it was the Niners and Vikings. And then you had, um... Oh my yeah. She said she's the plug. I need proof of with my own two eyes. I can't fuck with you in your mixtapes. Yeah. I don't know you guys. Bad yellow bone, red tone, hit a bone rib like a pole dance. All she wanna do is hold hands. Wanna romance, wanna slow dance. Sorry, shorty, there's no chance. Bitch, I'm rich and I'm a grown man. Chasing paper till my toes jam. Feed the fam like it's Thanksgiving. Brought a whole ham. I need more bands. Wrote this on a long money mission. I just spoke can. I'm a coast guard. Got a flow dinner like a broke. Bitch, stick to the program. Nigga, stick to the program. I don't like drinking codeine. Had me out of space like Zoltan. Joe Rogan never factored any of my fears in it when I'm going in. Going, going on the road again. That's a bad Got another show to get. Green smoker blowing foliage. Address a nigga as your holiness. Nobody came to see these Otis's. And niggas lucky I even promoted it. So here we go again. I be offline. Down talking me, you offside. We've been through this shit a hundred times. You can never murder none of mine. I wrote them off with all them other guys. I'm getting money all throughout the summertime. I asked her, could I have another try? Now my favorite color, yellow number five. I ain't telling lies. She said, the plug. I need proof up with my own two eyes. I can't fuck with you and your mixtape. That's a brand new single from Chewy titled Griselda and Selena featuring Imaginary Other off of his upcoming project. I'm not sure of the title. Uh, the project should be out real soon. I think it's going to drop at the end of this month. Uh, but yeah, brand new joint. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis. Back again with a new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. Episode 194. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud. Oh, my God. Stitcher. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Google Play and Spotify. Um, I'm just going to do my best to tread lightly and just play like really obscure shit because um, for some reason, mashups now are a problem on SoundCloud. And it, I don't freaking know. I'm I'm so... Ugh. I disputed the claim and I have not heard anything back from SoundCloud. Um, that's all you need to know. Um, and that lets you know how trash their customer service is, but whatever. Um, so real quick, uh, Rihanna's album, uh, this reggae album that's due out should be, I don't know when that shit's coming out and I don't really care, but uh, there's an article on complex.com. I don't know why I'm on complex, but it says the title of this article says Shaggy passed on working with Rihanna on her new album because he didn't want to audition. Okay. Shaggy reportedly turned down the opportunity to feature on Rihanna's forever forthcoming album R9. I don't know why that's the title. You couldn't find anything creative for that. R9, that's it. Whatever. Shaggy seemed to be the perfect fit for the project. Yes, he is. Especially since Riri has been working with a number of popular Jamaican artists for the alleged dancehall inspired reggae album. We'll see. 
In a new interview with the Daily Star, Shaggy revealed that he passed on a chance because he didn't want to audition for the feature, saying, They approached me for the Rihanna project. Yeah, there's a lot of great people involved, but for me, I didn't need to audition to be on the record. I'll leave that to younger guys, but from what I hear, it should be good. It looks like that despite passing on the opportunity, there aren't any ill feelings between Shaggy and Rihanna. Shaggy added that the singer's shift into dancehall will be helpful for the genre. It's healthy competition. Dancehall is in good place, but we need as many people to do this art form as possible. When it crosses over and becomes popular with artists, it's already fucking popular. From other genres and other cultures, that can only be good. Rihanna has been teasing R9 for quite some time with the latest incident arriving in the form of a cryptic Instagram video right before Christmas. Hey, look, man, just drop the shit. I'm sick of these cryptic ass messages and shit like that. I think the only time it was cool is when Kendrick did it when he dropped the heart part four leading up to uh, Damn. And I've been only because I've been waiting for like a fourth installment of the heart and then we got it. But it says here, yeah, that Rihanna has been linking up with dance hall artists. I'm curious to know who it is. I hope you're not just doing a bunch of uh, throwaways and Lucy's and shit. And then when the album comes out, you got features like the same 10 to 15 motherfuckers we always hear and see. It better not be that. You better have some actual reggae and dance hall artists. I'm not about to play these games. And I don't know. Oh, man, Rihanna about to drop a new album. Oh, this is going to be crazy. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. If I don't see anybody like a Vibes Cartel, a Beanie Man, a Popcon, uh, if I don't see Spraga Benz on the fucking album, if I don't see any of these dancehall niggas on the album, if I don't see Movado, this is just going to be some machine pumped um, uh, and manufactured a sugar-coated version of what dancehall and reggae is and a lot of the people are going oh man this new genre of music man is so good man i wish more people have done it it's gonna turn into that and that's no good that is no good dancehall is already popular shaggy what are you talking about uh anyway i don't know when this album's coming out and honestly i don't really care um we'll see we'll we'll, we'll see uh, I don't see how Mr. Boombastic has to audition for anything because uh, the man is legendary. I wish the fuck would. Sh- I-, I wish Shaggy would reach out to me to be on an album or if I reached out to Shaggy, he ain't got to audition. Almost any other artist out there besides like a dancehall reggae, if it was like um, maybe in the rock genre or maybe techno or the dance or electronica genre the ones that i highly respect probably would not have to audition i wouldn't give a shit um i would see if i would have reached out to maybe black youngster or somebody them niggas would have to audition that ilk of artists these these newer artists even though i like them a lot fam i gotta hear how the verse sounds first but yeah uh, we'll see when this album drops probably at the end of this year i don't give a fuck uh anyway Real quick, uh, Bad Boys for Life is dropping this week. Uh, Bad Boys for Life is going to be dash. The soundtrack is being done by DJ Khaled, so you already know what you're getting into with that. And um, look, 
I just got a I got a horrible feeling about this Bad Boys 3. It's not the OG filmmakers behind this movie, so automatically I have zero interest. I'm going to do what I don't usually do is, you know, expect other people's opinions, you know, get a, a mass collection of what other people think. And then I might go see the movie. But other than that, um, what I'm seeing so far, it does it don't look appealing at all. Um, I did go see a movie called 1917. And that is one of the illest movies I've seen so far in some time. This movie is based around uh, World War One. The special thing about this movie, right? There's this thing. There's, I see a lot of filmmakers doing it today. It's this one continuous shot of a scene this movie takes that and turns it up to freaking 11 i i had to check my phone every once in a while to make sure i'm like man that's like this scene has been going on kind of long and then i realized when i go look up um what was done with this film is there was barely any cuts well you know how certain scenes you like got the scene here then it leads up to the next scene then it leads to another scene. This movie here is, I promise you, is one continuous shot with scenes that run about maybe 25 to 30 minutes long. That's how it goes. The one continuous shot, all of it runs mainly 25 to 30 minutes long. Then it goes to another scene. That scene may run maybe 25 to 30 more minutes of that one continuous shot, well, of another continuous shot. And it's some of the dopest shit I've ever seen is... It's like being a fly on a wall or you're like the third uh, <laughs> you're the third soldier in war. You feel like you're in the atmosphere of that movie with planes flying all over the place, bombs going off, gunshots just flying over your head and everything. This movie is so dope. Uh, it's called 1917. It's really good. Um, another good movie that I haven't I think. Well, I kind of talked about it, but not enough. Just watch Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. That's all I'm going to say. Just watch Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler's character in this movie, man, is kind of complicated. He has a lot of unredeemable qualities. So it's like there's moments where he'll have his comeuppance and he's about to, you know, get himself out of trouble. You know the saying, like, five steps forward, then something happens and then you drop ten steps back. And it's like, damn, dude, like you want to root for him. But it's certain things that he does in this movie is like, bro, come on. And it's it continues throughout this entire film. Uh, I think. Uh, let me see. Lakeith Stanfield's in this movie. Who else is in this movie? Uh, the Weeknd's in here. Uh, Kevin Garnett, which kind of surprised me because I didn't think Kevin Garnett could act like that. But for the most part, he was great. Check this film out. Uncut Gems is good. Check out 1917. That was dope as shit. And, uh, oh yeah, I went to go see this other movie too called Underwater. And I was like, this movie's going to be terrible. I can't wait to bash this film. And I, I went into it and I was surprised. As simple as the name is, Underwater, uh, it's really good. Uh, it has Kristen Stewart, which I don't really care for. Kristen Stewart in this movie looks like a mix between uh, Sinead O'Connor, uh, Eminem, and Moby had a threesome and then came out with kids. That's what she she has like this short blonde hair in this movie, 
And from from the first few moments, man, this movie starts off with a bang and it just keeps going. Uh, now, let me forewarn you. Underwater. Uh, well, if you've seen Alien, Aliens, uh, Poseidon, Leviathan, what else? Uh, <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, Deep Rising, Deep Blue Sea, The Meg with Jason Statham. If you've seen any of those movies, Jaws, if you've seen any of these movies, they didn't do anything different. Underwater is pretty much all of those movies. Except this time, um, when they're underwater, there's they're wearing these suits. And the suits look awfully familiar to the same suits that you see in Gears of War. Which I, I thought that was kind of funny. But there's some creatures in this movie. We don't really get to see the creatures. And I think that was kind of cool. That we don't get to really see what they look like. You know, they're, you know, quick flashing. And, you know, if they get you, they get you. Um, the creatures in this movie look similar to creatures from, like, HP Lovecraft uh, lore. And I'm a sucker for HP Lovecraft shit. I always thought that shit was dope. If you're not familiar with H.P. Lovecraft, uh, just Google them or just type in Lovecraftian horror and you'll jump into a rabbit hole and be like, yo, what the fuck am I looking at? This shit is tight. Uh, <laughs> these creatures in this movie look very similar to H.P. Lovecraft shit. Uh, this movie kind of surprised me and it made me actually like Kristen Stewart. Shocking, I know. <laughs> this is the same chick that was in the recent Charlie's Angels movie, which, my God. Uh, but yeah, Underwater was filmed back in 2017. Disney has the rights to this film, which is kind of sad. It's, you know, I think a lot of movies are going to suffer uh, just by being in the ownership of Disney. I'm just, I'm putting my two cents in on that. I don't give a shit what y'all think. Y'all could be excited about, oh my god, I got Disney Plus. Ooh. The only thing it has going for it is nostalgia. And nostalgia gets boring as shit sometimes. But anyway, uh, Disney has full ownership of this movie. So, obviously, they sat on this movie. And then finally, they said, you know what? We don't give a fuck about this movie. We're going to drop it in January. You know, that's the month where movies go to die. And surprisingly, I don't know why this movie did drop this month. But it was really fucking good. And I'm like, this movie could have dropped somewhere closer to like fall of 2020 or something. Or last year in the fall season of 2019. And I think it would have done well. But whatever. Um, like I said, for everything that Disney is under or Disney has a hold of, there's going to be movies struggling, bro. Just because Disney's not too sure what the fuck they want to do with them. Like X-Men's... Uh, what movie? The New Mutants. A movie that has been sat on for what? Two and a half, three years? And now they're finally about to drop it in April 2020. I swear, if this movie is better than Dark Phoenix, which I have a lot of faith that it will be better than Dark Phoenix, Disney got some explaining to do because I don't understand why we got another iteration of the phoenix shit with x-men but not new mutants which is so funny and there's news about that right now where <clears throat> that they had to go back and do a few reshoots 
to meet Disney's criteria. And like I said, that's another problem. Like, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm stressed out because there's a lot of shit that I feel like that will struggle behind the ownership of this company. I don't know. Um, Star Wars is one of them. Anyway, time for some new music. Real quick. Uh, let me see. What do I want to play? Mick Jenkins dropped a new project called The Circus. Dropped on the 10th of January. And he does it again. Mick Jenkins is so underrated to me, man. Uh, real quick, one of my favorite songs off of here is called I'm Convinced. Check it out. Need no convincing niggas, know the feelings. Stand on my own TND, no co-defendants. Don't need no inconsistencies if we gon' roll together. Need no convincing niggas, know the feelings. Not too much patience for the violations. From the same cloth, it cut much deeper when it's my persuasion. Depend on when and where you asking me my occupation. Acknowledge haters always working. How you knock a nigga? Betty Crocker in the oven. I can't wait that long. I'm gonna wait that long. I know somebody know the feeling. We did the flows. We did the walls. I do not want a ceiling. I want what's come to me and they gonna try to cap the building. We got some spillage. They want pillage. I play Capadonna. Big Daddy Kane ain't no half-stepping with this black Madonna. Extracted trauma. Made some commas off my pain and suffering. The same ones around me been the bros. The snow was on the bluff. They know what's up. Need no convincing niggas. Know the feelings. Stand on my own, tend no co-defendants. Don't need no inconsistencies if we gon' roll together. Need no convincing niggas, know the feelings. Need no convincing niggas, no. I ain't got to say it twice. I ain't got to canvas those Big brush strokes, I'm painting life. That's tenfold if it's understood. Better back if we playing dice. My bitches a 10, my money good. Don't miss my point, hit seven twice. Ain't nothing round you set in stone, especially not your fucking life. The truth sometimes ain't nothing nice, and the lies are always underpriced. That's why I pitch it overhand. Don't tell me nothing you overheard. I know a lot of niggas gon' understand. I know a lot of niggas won't hear a word. Feel this shit like it was braille. Intimate. No kiss and tell I know somebody out there feel me Sometimes I can't fucking tell When it's time to really speak up Niggas love to tuck they tails Niggas love to duck that smoke Y'all know exactly how I feel Need no convincing niggas Know the feelings Stand on my own team Need no co-defendants Don't need no inconsistencies If we gon' roll together Need no convincing niggas Know the feelings Once again that's I'm Convinced by Mick Jenkins Off of his brand new project The Circus is available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. So, here's another article from Complex. And I I really thought this artist was going to take a break from social media. Talked about it last week. Lizzo says, if my name is in your mouth, so is my pussy, bitch. <sighs> Let's uh, proceed to the article. Lizzo has no time for anyone speaking ill of her, which she made clear in a, uh, a Sussex message shared on Instagram. If my name is in your mouth, so is my pussy, bitch, she said on her Instagram stories. Enjoy the flavor. No, thank you. She didn't directly mention who she's responding to, but the comments come shortly after the celebrity personal trainer Jillian Michaels faced backlash for, for <laughs> suggesting the media should not celebrate Lizzo's body. Here's the clip. The, the pendulum, just as far as it swings in one direction, 
it swings back in the other, right? And you've got these crazy extremes, whereas, oh, she's, you know, she's too fat to be a pop star. Well, you say things like that, and, you know, then there's going to be, you should never be able to say things like that, right? But for years, people were. They could fat shame, and they could exclude people, and they could make people feel less than in all forms of media. And we should always be inclusive. But you cannot glorify obesity. It, it's dangerous. It kills people. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy in our country. So there's a middle ground here. Now it's like, oh, that woman is 250 pounds. Good for her. And it's like, mm. <laughs> it shouldn't be one way or the other. It's really no one's business to comment. It's not something you should judge. It's not something you should celebrate. That woman's health is up to her. But it, I mean, 250 pounds, I would say 999 times out of a thousand is going to mean heart disease, cancer, diabetes, autoimmune issues, and early death. Like, mm, mm. Mm -mm. I, I have to no. say, I, I've personally found, no. and I love celebrities like Lizzo or Ashley Graham who are really preaching self-acceptance. I and, love her music, yeah, 100%. Well, I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's a cool, awesome chick. Yeah, and I love that they're putting images out there that we normally don't get to see of bodies that we don't get to see being celebrated. And um, why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Well, I want to ask you... I, I, I'm just being honest. Like, I love her music. Like, my kid loves her music. But there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that she's uh, uh, overweight. Like, why do we, why do I even care? The article continues. <laughs> Lizzo seemingly brushed off the comments on her Instagram preaching self-love with a relaxing video showing the high-rise room in which she was staying. At the 25-second mark, I want you to take five deep breaths. She wrote, oh, oh, she wrote of the video. And through the nose, out through the mouth. Today's mantra is, this is my life. I have done nothing wrong. I forgive myself for thinking I was wrong in the first place. I deserve to be happy. Well, be, what the fuck? Well, then be happy. Be happy. What, what are you talking about? Apparently, so wait. So apparently, you, you just contradicted yourself. So prior to all of this, you haven't been happy? You haven't, obviously. So, okay, here's the thing. I don't know. I lost myself real quick. Uh, fam. I'm, I'm just going to put this out here. My pops, right? He wasn't as big as he was uh, prior to his death. This man died from a congestive heart condition. The man did not take care of himself. He was overweight. Me. Um, I want to say last decade or so prior to that. It's kind of big. It's a little big. I did not feel good at all. I'm 5'8". And the weight that I'm supposed to be at, somewhere around 150, 160. I was at at least 225, 230 pounds. Dog, I did not feel good. Um, I always felt groggy. I damn near looked dead every time I went to work. Damn it, looked dead anytime I went out anywhere. And I just, I did not feel good. Well, that's how I felt. I didn't, I wouldn't say I looked like that per se, but that's how I felt. Um, even now, because I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to the gym a hell of a lot more as a recent versus, you know, than what I was doing back in 
2016, 2017, I was just slacking hard. And I was being stubborn, not going to the doctor. So I, I schedule a, an appointment to go to a doctor. And, you know, she takes the vitals. She does the checkup. She comes back into the room after she was after saying I'll be back. And she said, if you do not cut out what you're doing and knock it off, you're going to have a heart attack by the time you turn either 26 or 27. And that scared the shit out of me. And I was just like, wait, you know, I was so naive, man. I can't even believe that. Uh, but she was like, you realize people as young as you or younger have heart attacks. And I was like, well, I'm aware. She was like, well, why haven't you been taking care of yourself? And, you know, that just led to a lot of just, you know, personal shit. But I'm just saying, man, if people smaller than Lizzo or people that were smaller than me at one point or smaller than my pops, if they're having heart attacks, fam, what do you think is going to happen to you? I, I'm just saying, I don't see where Jillian Michaels was wrong. I could see where Boyce Watkins was kind of extreme on his points, but he still wasn't wrong. I don't see what Jillian Michaels said that was so harming and, and shameful to Lizzo. I don't see why there's backlash on Jillian Michaels' opinion. Have y'all seen past pictures of Jillian Michaels? That's all I'm going to say. Go back and look at the old, old pictures of Jillian Michaels before she got on her, her fit lifestyle. Like, go back and watch shows like the biggest loser which i believe they're still doing uh i think the biggest loser is still in syndication i'm not too sure but go back and look at some of those people and then you can look at them today and they say hey i don't <laughs> i bro i don't regret being on that show i'm glad i changed my life look at those people i promise you fam when i was when i <laughs> when i was big at one point that shit did not feel good that was, oh my lord, that shit did not feel good at all. I felt like I'm, man, horrible feeling. But whatever. Um, this whole body positivity thing that people are pushing today, knock it off. Like I said, I've complained about it before. Your acceptance and inclusive messages are trash. Uh, this is not body positivity. Uh, you leave out people born with... Um, you know, Habsburg lip, cleft lips, uh, missing hands, arms, limbs, whatever. Um, people that are, um, you know, that with missing chromosomes that are just they they're born different. Uh, knock it off. I don't you're fat. Lose weight. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I haven't said shit like that in years. You're fat. You're going to die. Lose weight. Take care of yourself. Drink more water. It's essential. Shit. Anyway, I'm going to move the fuck on from this. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a project that dropped last year that I didn't talk about enough. Burner and Currencies. Uh, Fino Grigio. And this was a project that dropped out of nowhere. I had no clue that Currency was doing as many duo collab projects as he was. I thought it was just the Currency... And Freddie Gibbs, and then the one that a lot of us have been waiting for, which is uh, the the big crit and currency one called Lax and Chevys. That I don't know when that's going to be due out, but this project right here is pretty good. Uh, one of my favorite songs on here 
It's called Ice Cold. Check it out. In the 62 and pop, got the motor out of 2013 called Vet. Slide like it got church socks on. Slide like the motherfucking tires wet. All about the check and the GPS. Hustle hard, got to treat yourself. You deserve the best. Move with a boss, bitch, and I curve the rest. Took a little bit of loss, skin I gained so well. That's game in your radius. Homeboy, I'm always around some player shit. Trampoline for the green, made paper flip. Never changes, increase my house shopping price range. Addicted to nice things, I'm kinda proud of it, though I'm kinda ashamed. Fresh from the plane to some unreleased strains. Uncharted terrain, I'm floating the game, man. I'm floating the game, man. Ice cold champagne, hot nights underneath the city lights. I'm floating the game, man. Ice cold champagne. Remember life, what it used to be like. I'm floating the game, man. Ice cold champagne. I'm floating again, man. Ice cold champagne. From the flames to some unreleased flames. I be playing with her mind. I'm not a criminal, but baby, give it here, it's all mine. A hundred at a time, I find another line. Tangeray, that's the lemonade with the lime. We cross state lines after sold out shows. Bus full of smoke and halfway hoes. Infinity tub with the all white stones. The DEA hate me, but can't touch my grows. Nipilly beats chilling with the low temp dabs. Mushroom chocolate got me stuck in the sand. I don't drink much, but the champagne's cold. Rose gold skelly got my wrist all froze. We keep the prices high. Why you trying to sell them low? And fuck Instagram. Once again, that's Ice Cold by Burner and Currency off of their project Fino Grigio. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. You can also, I believe you can download it for free on datpiff.com. Don't quote me on that because that piff, man, has fallen off, man. Jeez. Um, but check out livemixtapes.com. You can check out uh, mixtapemonkey.com, mixtapewire.com. Just go search for it. You'll find it. You might be able to get it without going on those sites but uh, yeah great project I enjoyed it and there's another song in there that I really like a lot and it's a Sade sample of course I'm a sucker for Sade I played it before on this podcast and I believe what song was that Headstash featuring Be Real from Cypress Hill that's man great song but yeah like I said before I feel like in this day and age with everything, just you got to be more inclusive. We got to be politically correct and uh, we got to be careful about each other's feelings, which we do. But the way that y'all are going about it, it's way too goddamn extreme. Uh, <laughs> there, There is a documentary that I saw on YouTube called No Safe Spaces. And I talked about this briefly before. And, you know, it's a documentary about conservatives and the links that the far left are willing to go to silence conservatives as far as attacking them physically and just jumping in their faces, um, creating these fucking walls of people holding hands on the interstate. I wish y'all would do that while I was driving. I'm running y'all the fuck over. I don't care. Um, it's... It's a lot of bullshit going on. Um, it's you know, there's a couple of people of the LGBT community that I talk to, and they're saying, "Fam, 
the shit that they're doing in the LGBT community, this whole the the links that they are willing to go, it's a little too fucking extreme. And if I'm hearing it from them, something's up. Something is wrong. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's fucking wild out here. I don't know. I'm just a fly on the wall watching everything with a bag of popcorn. Um, if I come out and say something and you feel it's it's controversial, that's okay. Honestly, I don't feel if the things that I say are really controversial. I think the things that I say are <laughs> basically what a lot of people feel like they want to say. They just they're too afraid to say it. Me, I just don't care. I like controversy, but I don't think the things I say are very controversial at all. I just, you know, it's my fucking opinion. Take it or leave it. If you're not feeling it, that's cool. If you are, great. Um, but yeah, man, this that pod, that body positivity shit, y'all gotta cut it out, man, because I'm not buying it for one second. Um, I was that one. I was that person that felt like, oh man, I I'm comfortable in my skin, man. I, I feel great, and then as the years went by, I wasn't feeling so great at all. Um, anyway, before I get up out of here, right? There's one more thing I want to talk about and I'm going to be as nice as I can or try to be. I don't know. I don't give a shit, but the Royal family, Prince Harry, Prince Charles, Queen of England. Uh, you already know where I'm about to get at with this. There's an article that I found. I thought it was uh, a bit ignorant, basically. Let me see if I can find this thing. This is how you can tell uh, the people that type out these articles. They're just so fucking strange. The title of this article, this was from DBT, other known as DoubleBayToday.com. The title of this article is 35-year-old father of one decides to move out of 93-year-old grandmother's house. A 35-year-old man has made the brave decision to stop living with his grandmother. The man known as Harry told relatives he will still honor his family members but will no longer live near them. He says, I want to become financially independent. I'm also going to give up my allowance. The move is expected to cost him millions of dollars, but Harry says he's not concerned as he's already worth around $60 million, while his wife, Meghan Markle, is worth around 7.6 million. Oh God. It's going to be an adjustment, Meghan Markle told DBT. But at least we know we won't have to get actual jobs. Oh shit. I might just start another mummy blog. <laughs> oh man. Listen. Listen. Hold up, man. Let me go. Let me go to another one. Let me oh my lord. Let me get my tea and crumpets out. Tea and crumpets. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> Bear with me. Here's another one from Reuters.com. Titled Britain's P- Prince Harry says, "I will not be bullied into playing a game that killed my mum." <laughs> Britain's Prince Harry has said the memory of his mother Diana's death more than two decades ago was still incredibly raw and he would not be bullied into playing the game with the media that he believes killed her. We know. You're going to blame this on the media? 
Jesus Christ. Never mind. I'm because I'm going down a fucking rabbit hole and I can tell you what happened. Princess Diana, who became one of the most photographed women on the planet after she married into the British royal family, died in a car crash in 1997 after being followed through the streets of Paris by photographers. Earlier this month, Harry's wife, Meghan Markle, began legal action against a newspaper in response to what the couple described as bullying by some sections of the British media. At the time, Harry said the treatment of Markle was reminiscent of their approach to his nigga you never mind everything that she went through and what happened to her is incredibly raw every single day and that is not me being paranoid this is just me oh nigga you paranoid that it's just me not wanting a repeat of the past harry told itv in an interview that was filmed during the tour of africa earlier this month and aired on sunday part of this job means putting on a brave face and turning a cheek to a lot of this stuff, he said, all we need to do is focus on being real and focus on being the people that we are standing up for what we believe in. I will not be bullied into, pl into playing my a game that killed my mum. Harry is also suing the publish publishers of Rupert Murdoch's Sun newspaper and the Daily Mirror over allegations of phone hacking oh nigga that's light work man you should have seen what hillary clinton was doing during the fucking 2016 election but whatever uh let me see this article keeps going um bear with me y'all shit um oh describing what happened to his mother as a wound that festers harry said every single time i see a camera every single time i hear a click every single time I see a flash. It takes me straight back. What, to the sunken place? Um, <clears throat> asked about newspaper reports of the rift with his older brother, William, Harry said, inevitably, stuff happens as part of the role that the pressure the family is under. What we will, <laughs> we will always be brothers. We are certainly on different paths at the moment, but I will always be there for him, and I know he will always be there for me, he said. As brothers, you have good days, you have bad days. Markle's proceedings against the mail on Sunday newspaper are over the publication of private letter that her lawyers said was unlawful and part of the campaign by this media group to publish false and deliberately derogatory stories about her. Oh, come on, man. As during an interview for the same ITV documentary about how she had found the last year, the American former actress said had been hard and that she didn't get it. When British friends had warned her about tabloid newspapers when she had first met Harry. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. Nigga, what? And that is the part that is really hard to reconcile, Markle said. When people are saying things that are just untrue and they have been told they are untrue, but they are allowed to still say them i don't know anybody in the world that would feel like that is okay and that is different from just scrutiny nigga you a hollywood actress you okay anyway anyway any goddamn way now some of you could sit here and say you know he was tired of being under the rule of his grandmother you know he he's not going to be king anyway so doesn't matter if he wasn't going to be king he was still prince that was his title that was it but whatever and you're gonna say well I, I he doesn't like being a part of the certain functions that he had to be a part of and fam it has not been an issue before what makes this an issue now
What makes this an issue now? You can bring up Princess Diana. We know the story. We know how that went. Um, what did Megan do to him to make this decision? I'm telling you, she has a plan. She knew what she was doing. Let me tell you what's going to happen, right? Or let me tell you what happened. She knew the scrutiny and the backlash this was going to cause. When they met, uh, when it was announced they were having a child, when it was announced that they were getting married. Uh, she didn't invite her biological father, who's white, to the wedding. She didn't um, invite her brother to the wedding. But she went out of her way to invite her mother, which is great. It's fine. It's completely fine. But she did everything she could to lock out her brother and her father to be at this wedding, which I think is sad. I think she's been trying to do this for a while, and uh, her plan has its a mission accomplished. She was successful with this plan. Now they want to move to the States. My bad. No, Canada. Um, moving to Canada, you're still technically under the you know, the Britain's rule. So queen of England, queen of Canada, basically in some sort of fashion. So he's still Royal, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like a loophole. It's very hard to explain, but this is going to be an excuse for her to mix and mingle with the elite of Hollywood. I, I I'm calling it like I see it. I know this. I know what she's doing. This is the reason why I know what she's doing. There's another article out here. Let me find it. Complex. Meghan Markle has reportedly signed a deal with Disney after Royal Split. People have shed light on the video that has surfaced showing Prince Harry trying to coerce Disney CEO Bob Iger. Oh, God, Bob Iger. Into securing voiceover work for his wife, Meghan Markle. The clip dates back to July when the couple attended the London premiere of The Lion King. You know, she does voiceovers Harry can be heard telling Iger about Markle. Oh, really? Iger responded. When Harry expressed the Megan, <laughs> that Megan was really interested, Iger responded, We'd love to try. You know what? I have such a shitty British accent. I wish I could do this the entire article. Damn it. But whatever. Uh, win some, you lose some. The article continues. Megan Markle is ready to begin her, her new life. Well, let me try it. Uh, Meghan Markle is ready to begin her new life slowly separating from the royal family. She reportedly signed a deal with Disney to, be to benefit a wildlife charity of her choosing. Shitty accent. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Markle will be doing voiceover work for Disney, according to the UK newspaper, The Times. What she makes will be donated to elef Elephants Without Borders. A charitable organization dedicated to saving the animals from poachers. There are little details on what exactly Markle is working on. Oh, she working on a divorce, this nigga. That's what she's doing. But that's another story for another day. But we'll, we'll probably find out in the coming months. The pair wants to use their status as celebrities. Oh, God. See? Leading to divorce already. To push their causes forward. But as the Times points out... Detractors believe that the couple is cheapening the royal brand by pursuing this partnership with Disney. Like I said, divorce. The Duchess of Sussex, along with her husband, Prince Harry, decided this week to take a step back as senior members of the royal family. They're hoping to become financially independent, though they will continue to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. 
The couple also plans to spend more time in North America, creating progressive roles for themselves, mingling with the elite Hollywood, Holly weird. After many months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year and starting to carve out a progressive new role within the institution. The pair wrote on Instagram, we now plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the queen, the Commonwealth and our patronages. Wow. Um, like I said, she ended up divorcing him. She is. This is her plan. How? I, nothing in this world, nothing in this life, right? If my grandmother, like me and my grandmother, we tight, tight, like we, we Mario Luigi tight. Um, if she was the queen of whatever, you know, let, let's just say the Ashanti Empire or some shit like that, or whatever, and I was the prince. Um, even though I would not get that role of king, I'm fine with being prince. There is nobody in the beauty of this whole world that will make me just ultimately choose a royal exit and say, hey, I want to choose a more independent life. Nigga, what? People will kill to be in your position, Harry. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. And y'all can sit here and say, you, you, you got to be independent. Y'all niggas is not really independent. So I don't know why y'all trying to state an opinion at all. Y'all know y'all wouldn't give up that position. And I get it. I get it that he is the rebellious one. He doesn't give a fuck about a lot of shit. But damn, he's been at it for this long. Guess what? Princess Diana, she was also the rebellious one. She was engaged to an Egyptian man from straight from Egypt. She did a lot of charitable work in Africa. Basically, Harry is continuing her work, which is is great, is awesome. But um, fam, ain't nobody on this earth going to make me give up that position at all. You never know what the hell could happen. Next thing you know, yeah, you're Prince Harry. You could be King Harry. And I, I think it's cute how all, uh, you know, the women... You know, not all the women, but, you know, some women, they're just praising this like he's doing what he's supposed to do. Go, Prince Harry. I knock it off. And what voiceover work is Meghan Markle scheduled to do? It better be some heat. I, Bruh, it better be the hardest shit since Toy Story. Talking about Prince Harry had a meeting with Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. See, you see, mingling with the elites. It's all a plan. I don't know what it is, but I know she gonna divorce his ass. I promise you. I promise you. But yeah, um, that wraps up this episode for me. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Uh, Prince Harry's a fool. Real quick, shout out to Twelve Cow Podcast. Random tandem, ignorant philosophy, reasonable ignorance. Saturdays with Chicken Duck. The John Effect Podcast. Brunch with Besties. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to the Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. Of course, I can't forget about Jasmine Blue and Akeem Skip with. Those are BYNK, BYNK Radio, sorry. Website, blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator myself. Uh, I have three new blog entries up. You can go to BYNKRadio.net. 
go to the lifestyle section and scroll down till you see social introvert. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I have a Instagram podcast page, which is at the social introvert podcast. And if you want to follow me uh, on my Twitter podcast page, that is at TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. Send your thoughts. If you have any questions, if you want to send voice memos, could be anything. Send those to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys, peace. What up? Check, check, yo. <laughs> Listen, yo, I don't even know what to say. I made this beat and thought about you today. It's been a long time since I seen you last. It's like time moves too fast to keep your grasp. At least sometimes it does. I was gonna call, but I know you stay busy and all. I keep thinking about the first date, driving around looking for a parking space. We had a lot in common, but at the same time, we worlds apart. We walked through the park, had nice talks and all that. I wonder what it was that made you fall back. I wonder what it was, but I won't dwell on that. We never hung out that much still. When we did hang out, the whole vibe was chill. I miss your good night kisses for real. I miss your good night kisses for real. I miss your good night kisses for Yo, I had to do what I had to do Sad I had to roll on the friendship brand new It could have been a little romance too Last I seen you had a new tattoo Didn't hang out much still When we did hang out the whole vibe was chill I miss your goodnight kisses for real I miss the conversation for real I miss hanging out with the girl for real I miss hanging out with the girl for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Y